Thanks for tuning in to Good Vibrations with Kristen, where humanness meets spirituality. Are you ready to be inspired? Do you want to have a greater connection to the earth, each other, and ultimately yourself? Join in the conversation with Kristen Ace and her fascinating guests to share the light, laughter, and the illumination of Good Vibrations. Hi, everybody. This is Kristen of Good Vibrations with Kristen. I'm so excited to have you here today. just want to remind you that if you would like to find me, please go to my website, which is www.kristenace.com. On there, besides my podcast and my blogs, are my healing work and my storytelling work. And you can hire me for a storytelling event that I will create around whatever topic you want to do. Um, so that all being said, I have an amazing, uplifting, powerfully positive guest today. Her name is Sunny Dawn Johnston. She is a psychic, a medium, a teacher, and an author. She has a new book called Invoking the Archangels, which I'm so excited to hopefully touch upon today. So um, welcome, Sunny. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. So I just want you to know that you know, going through all the incredible material that you put out into the world, I watched one of your, well, many of your, your videos, but one of them was that you like to sing all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so yeah. happy because I do too. I sing uh-huh. everywhere. I sing at my kids when I'm like, I'll just start singing something in them. They'll be like, oh my God, mom, cut it out. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Totally embarrassing. Yep. 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 <laughs> I think it's really Wonderful. I really do, because no matter what you sing, you're going to start to feel happy. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I don't get embarrassed. Does everybody around me get embarrassed? Uh, (laughs) My kids do. My husband's just kind of used to it by now, but my daughter said once, Mom, sometimes I feel like we live in a musical. I'm like, yeah, that's a good thing, honey. Musicals always end happy. So you are this amazing uh, psychic and medium and... um, and communicate regularly with archangels. I do. So I sure do. I know we're going to be talking about intuition, but would you mind just giving us like what that is like for you to, to talk with the archangels and, and have that as a part of your life, like on an everyday basis? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's so natural and normal to me that, um, I mean, it's been going on for over 30 years. So I think that um, for me, it's just kind of the way that, that things work. So sometimes when people say, well, I don't do that, I'm like, oh, really? Wow, that's because they're like kind of always hanging around. And and so, you know, uh, sometimes it's a conversation, like literally I'll have a conversation, but the majority of the time it's more the way that they speak to me and through me is more kind of impressions, nudges, um, that I think that once you become pretty aware, you're conscious of the fact that it's spirit, that it's the angels that are doing it versus just your mind that is picking up on something else. So I think a lot of times people have given their head, their mind, the credit for things that are really more spiritual in nature. Oh, I, I definitely agree with that. It's interesting. Yesterday I was leaving an event and I was thinking about something that was actually making me a little sad and that I had been mulling over about this um, family situation. And it's nighttime. It's like almost 10 o'clock at night. And Literally out of nowhere, an empty street is a teeny tiny feather that floats down from the sky onto my windshield. Mm -hmm. And I went, oh, thank you, you guys. Mm -hmm. 
you know, thank you for reminding me that I am loved and that everything's going to be okay. But I know for my son, he would see that and go, it's just a feather, Mom. Right. There's birds everywhere. There's birds everywhere. I'm like, at 10 o'clock at night in the middle of nowhere? No, that's that's the angels. But it's it's important to figure out for yourself how your angels are connecting to you, don't you think? Yeah, and I, and I think that different people have different experiences. They, they do. Some people do observe the signs. I mean, actually, um, you know, some of those signs can also be messages from um, our loved ones that have passed. And actually, just the other day, I was uh, walking over to uh, my musician's uh, house, who she just lives right around the corner from me, and I, uh, I, her, her brother-in-law had just recently passed away in a car accident, literally like a week before. And the day after he passed, he told me, look for feathers, that's going to be one of my signs. So I told her, look for feathers. Well, she hadn't found any feathers or seen any and, and was in, you know, a heavy, dense kind of energy around the loss. Um, right. But when I was walking to her house around the corner, I literally walked around the corner and I just said to him as I was walking there, I said, you know, Frank, it would be really nice for you to sh- give me a sign that I can show her so she has some kind of connection. And literally I looked down and there was a red feather. Wow. Like, bright red feather and I'm like okay that's pretty good good job so (laughs) I took that to her and I said okay this is from Frank and then I walked um home three hours four hours later with my son and instead of walking on the sidewalk for whatever reason we walked on the street and as I was walking on that on that street um I found a green feather wow and I said okay good you're good dude real good so (laughs) um you know sometimes it's hard for people that aren't skilled in this to discern where the signs and the messages are coming from also. And do you, and, do you help people with that? or I do. Oh. I do. So I, I do help people with it, but I also, I kind of, when you first start having signs, what I tell people is who cares where it's coming from? Just take it. You know, like right. <laughs> just be grateful. Just appreciate it. Just acknowledge it. Just recognize it as a sign. And then the more you get into being present, and observing those signs, that's when more and more will come. And then you can start the discernment process. Because, see, when we first see a sign and we start trying to figure it out, we're completely out of our spirit and back in our head. Mm. And, and the way that we got there in the first place was having a connection with spirit. That's how we noticed the sign or saw the sign in the first place. So if we just immediately jump into our head, well, who, what, where, when, why, and how, we lose the whole point. Right. And that, so... Do you have lots of people who come to you who are like my incredible son, who's a, a who's covering up his empathic qualities right now because he's a he's a seventeen year old young man, but he refuses to um, step into that world that he very easily stepped into as a child. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I have two sons, uh-huh. um, and so I understand that that process and. Um, Yes, they they have a tendency, I think, to kind of disengage or turn it off when they are wanting to focus on other things in their lives. I mean, I actually did that myself, so I understand that. I started having experiences at 13, but it really was in um, a lot of denial of it, although it was happening, and even um, was ignorant a, a lot because I just didn't, I just didn't want to be different. You know, I right. didn't want to be any weirder than I already was. <laughs> and, um, and I was already weird. You know, I already didn't fit in. So I just didn't want to add one more thing to why I didn't fit in. That's right. Um, 
So it's, that's easy to do, and it's understandable. And I think that boys um, do it more than girls even with, with this type of the, the spiritual uh, types of things. Right, because I think that they would be ostracized. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the whole tough it up and, and, you know, shake it off kind of thing. Yep, yep. And, and, and you know, they don't want to be sensitive because they don't want people to think that they're funny or, um, you know, odd or that they're not cool or tough or whatever. And, and the reality of it is that um, I think that we have to go through that to recognize how valuable it is. Yeah, I love the way that you say that, too, because that never occurred to me that that because the value of it does become very clear once you realize that you've stepped out of it. Right. And, and, think, and then no one can get us there. You know, nobody, nope. my mother was teaching classes in my, in our living room and telling us all about all of these things. And, and I went through, I mean, I did, I dabbled in it, but then I'd pull out as quickly as I would, as I would step in. And, and it took me 15 years, honestly, to actually embrace it as this is who you are, what you are, what you're going to do, you might as well do it. Right. Um, it, it was a long journey, but that journey was necessary because I recognized the pain that my life um, was in and the, and the amount of conflict I created within myself when I didn't go with the flow and the grace and the ease of my life. I get, and that's interesting to me because I, I would love to have, have someone like you come and talk to kids in the middle school mm-hmm. because Absolutely. I think that's where kids are really just shutting down everything yeah, that, they, sure. that they know intuitively and that, and that brings us to intuition. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. And, of, and I did the same thing, so I, I recognize it. Right, I but you can it. then also, also bring them maybe out a little bit and in, in to really do – have exercises that you do with people to help them access their intuition or access the spirit world where they can really hear or, or even feel something yeah, that's well, around them? You know, absolutely. What, what I think what <clears throat> it, it's so much uh, more simple than we make it, yet it's difficult because we haven't learned how to be present. Presence is the key. Uh, when we are present in our life, when we are observers of what's happening around us, we, we're aware of the subtleties. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially the angelic realm speaks in subtleties. And so we get little sensations, little nudges, little knowings. And yet, if we're not present, we just pass it off as, well, that was odd, or that's so weird, or mm-hmm. we just ignore it because my head doesn't understand or agree with what is being guided. And so... I really think it starts with presence, and it starts with the presence within, uh, just getting quiet and being aware of our body, because for most people, it's the body that's giving them the intuitive insights. The hits are coming through the body. They're seeing them, they're hearing them, they're knowing them, or they're feeling them. And once in a great while, they have an external, you know, like they have a sense of something that's outside of the physical body, but even in that, there's a sensation that happens within to be aware of what's outside of us. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. <clears throat> I, I get so, goosebumps. I get, I'll get like a chill almost sometimes. Yeah, yeah. pit in the stomach. Yep. Um, you get your hair stands up on it. Yep. You get the, the, the weakness. It's kind of like, ugh, something, something doesn't feel right. The butterflies all of those things, and, and the scents, the smells that are always associated with loved ones that have passed, um, the, the knowings, the things that just pop into your head. So the difference between 
you know, just know your your head knowing something, and then you're you're being guided or or guidance from spirit is that when we know something, it's us going out to find validation. So we're saying, I need to check on so and so, or I need to call my mom about this, versus the claircognizance, the knowing that comes through intuition is something that comes to us. There's no, we're not even thinking about that particular subject. It pops into our head. Mm-hmm. So it's like spirit reached to us. We didn't reach to it. Right. Well, I, whenever I have dreams about people, I call <clears throat> them. Even if I haven't yeah. talked to them in 10 years, uh, if I have yeah. a dream about them, I, I call them, I find them, call them the next day. It's just because I know that they've come into my consciousness for what a reason I don't understand. But right that I need to reach out. But it's interesting that you said about um, scent because only only a couple times in my life thus far have I had an experience with a scent that um, that pulled me back into my childhood and while I was riding my bike. And I was like, oh, my God, I haven't smelled that kind of grass, like like field grass since I was really little, and that was a happy time for me. So I was like, oh, like, ooh, I'm so happy. I, I, I remember that time, and I'm riding my bike, and, and my then fiancé and I ran into a man who started asking us all these questions. We were mountain biking, and, of course, my husband and I didn't know what we were doing mountain biking. We thought we would just try it. And it, it dawned on me as we were moving through the conversation with this guy that he was extremely dangerous, and and the smell that from my childhood that brought me such happiness got stronger and stronger and stronger. And then I was like, oh, my God, you know what? We have to get out because I think this guy is going to try and kill us. Now, none of that was rational. None right. of it. Right. Mm-hmm. But we, we did end up finding a graceful but very clear way. And my, and my fiancé, now husband, was like, what is going on with you? And I said, we have to get out of the forest like right now. But later, and, and, and I'm glad we did. We obviously got away and we were safe. But later on, I think it was like two or three years later on our honeymoon, we were in Costa Rica going off a path. Like, we didn't know where we were. Basically, we were hiking somewhere, and we didn't know where we were. And that smell hit me again mm-hmm. of the field. But I was, you know, I was in the forests of Costa Rica. And I went, you know what? We're not going to go up over that ridge. We're going to turn, turn around. Yep, uh-huh. we're going to go back. Because I remember the last time I had this sensation that it was imminent, like, life-threatening danger. And and so we never went down that path. We just turned around and went back and found our way back to the path where we knew where we were and back right. to our cabin. Right. But that. Well, and a lot of times people will say, "Well, but then you don't know." And, and we say, "Well, do you want to find out?" Yeah, I that's the reason. Yeah, I didn't want to find out. <laughs> usually, the, the, usually those are your angels actually that are sending you, um, or your guides that are sending you a message, and the scent is connected with actually. Um, either one of them that was around during that time, so it could have been your joy guides, for example, okay. uh, that are reminding you of, of a connection that you have, and it isn't so much associated with, um, uh, it isn't so much associated with the, the experience of, like, the bike riding, but it's associated with the energy that was there during that time, and now they're guiding you or directing you again. Okay. Well, it's interesting because also during that time in my life, even though that was the the time when my family was the happiest, the fields were also pretty dang dangerous because, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. 
you, we were we were literally just out there on our own, and you never knew if you were going to step into something yeah. or there were. Gonna, I mean, it was dangerous, and we knew it, but we had so much fun that it didn't matter. Right. So right. it's very interesting to me that 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 was the scent that came with such yeah. happiness, but also danger. Yeah, for sure. And so it's a good it's a good way for you to go. Okay, that and and I, I mean I do the same thing. If I get a and and mine isn't set isn't scent, but if I get a feeling i have a certain there's a certain feeling that says something's not right and turn mm. around or get out of the way or and and it can be like the person can look like a little old grandma and it does not i don't care what it is <laughs> i don't need to explain anything to anybody i'm i'm listening to my guidance because there have been times where i haven't you know well and, uh, um, yes and those have proved themselves to be worth listening to yes and i think that that that's the key is that there was enough times in my life where i didn't listen that I went, mm, it doesn't make sense. And thankfully, at the time, my husband was like, I don't need any explanations. If you think it's dangerous, we're gone. Right, because he had right. been with me long enough to know, yeah, I don't understand what Kristen does, but I'm, I'm going with it. So, right, right. Yep. Something's not right. Right. Exactly. Yep. And then yep. do, you, do, do you have specific archangels that are around you or do all of them come and do you have conversations you know, to just hang out with the arch. I just think that it would be so much fun to hang well, out with I, archangels. I do. I have conversations, but it's just, it's kind of like, you know, how when, I, I don't know, and maybe some people don't do this, I don't know, because I'm my own unique person, but, you know, like I, I'll have a conversation as I'm driving down the road. Well, so I'm thinking about creating this new program. What do you guys think? Like, literally, uh-huh. I'll have that, and then I'll get, it's not an audible voice, but I'll get a conversation back. Well, you know, that's a great idea, but you might want to look at, like, literally, it's conversations like that. Sometimes in my own head, sometimes, you know, like, I've heard audible voices as well. Mm. Um, but it's almost like I have this team of support that's always there that I can always access, and and I get um, feedback from as well. And, and, and then there are times where um, I ask and I don't get any feedback. So I figure that in those moments, it must be something that I'm needing to tune into something different or I'm needing to be aware on a different level or um, something isn't coming through for a certain reason. And, and I think that's oftentimes to build my own intuition too, like, hey, send the answers inside of you, so listen clearly, you know, or listen closely. Well, and that's a great way to build your trust in your intuition. Absolutely. Because I think a lot of times people go, oh, that was a coincidence, or, well, it just happened that once, or whatever, however you can slough it off and make it not real. Yes, people pass things off all the time, and, and, and that's fine if they choose to do that. But what I've discovered is that, um, those people that have passed it off the most are usually the ones that are having the most um, opportunity to open up also. So they're, they're in, need, in greater need even. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and I wouldn't have thought of it that way, but looking back at my own life when I was closed off from really everything, everything, um, that's when I had the biggest opportunities to grow. And to, and I think all of that pain eventually just, I didn't feel like I had a choice but to explode open and, and just be available to anything because I was so locked in lockdown almost. Right. Yeah. You get into that desperation mode and do we need to go there? No, absolutely we do not. However, (laughs) um, sometimes we do. And, and for those of us that do, 
um, then it's like they're just going, okay, well, we've been waiting for you for a long time, so we're glad you showed up now, you know? Well, and I always feel like I can hopefully share that around enough where other people don't have to do that. Like I was saying that to my kids. Like I went to hell and I lived there for a while, and I'm telling you, it doesn't get easier. It doesn't get better. It gets darker. So you don't need to do that because yeah. I've, I've done that and I can share with you that experience so you don't actually have to do it yourself. At least that's right. my hope. Well, it, it's, it's a hope, and I would, just, I would just tell you that from my experience, having a 25-year-old son and an 18-year-old son, um, we can hope for that, but they also have their own journey that oftentimes causes them to have to have that experience th- themselves as well. And then part of our expansion and part of our growth is witnessing their journey without getting in the way of it. Mm. Well, and that's not an easy road. No, it isn't. And I think there's also a trust that yes. that the angels are, yes. are there. Right. And even though I can't control that, yeah. just that knowing, okay, yeah. like, the angels haven't dropped me, so why would they drop my kids? Exactly. And and, and it's, it's difficult. My, son, my older son just went through... Uh, he was engaged to be married, and um, three weeks before, found out that his girlfriend cheated on him, and so he, oh. he and that was three weeks before the wedding, and so oh. that was canceled. And then a month later, his um, best man, supposed to be best man at the wedding, was killed in a motorcycle accident. <gasps> so oh. I've been uh, witnessing his journey over the last, you know, three months, and really, as a mom, a very difficult place to just walk that line of trusting their spirit and wanting to step in and go, okay, well, you need to move back home and let me take care of you mm-hmm, and all mm-hmm. of those things. And, and yet knowing that um, if, if those experiences came to him, they came to him for a reason. And he has the ability within him to walk that journey. And whether I like to think that I'm that important or not, the reality <laughs> of it is he doesn't need me in order to do it. No, but it's how lucky for him that he has you to remind him of all the things that he might be forgetting right in this moment of his pain. Absolutely. And, yeah. and, and, and if he's willing to hear them. And luckily for him, he, he really has walked it in a, in a very beautiful way. But it didn't have to be that way. And I think part of the reason that it was is because, because I did trust his spirit, because I didn't get into that place of fear and feel like I needed to hold on and, and direct and control. And that's my nature. So right. um, I've had to really, he's been a great teacher for me my whole life or his whole life with, uh, with not doing that because it hasn't served either one of us well. Right. Well, and that, that just brings to the point that people do come into our lives to help us as well as we, mm-hmm. as we help them. Like I really feel like my children are my deepest teachers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, that's what I call both of my kids. Yep. They're my they're my very greatest teachers, and they, they continuously are, are teaching me how to expand and grow and, and, and be present and, um, and let go of, let go. You mm-hmm. know, that's, that's a big one is, uh, is to let go. Yeah, and that's, that's not an easy one when you're, when you're a mother or a parent. It really isn't. Mm-mm, not at all. Not at all, yet extremely important because all of us wanted to be let go of, you know. Right. I, I, I remember I was uh, I was ready way before it came time, you know. Oh, yeah. I was uh, I was definitely breaking the chains mm-hmm. around the age of five, I think. I was like, yeah. okay, I'm good and ready. Thanks. See you yeah, later. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we have to we have to wrap up, and I, I just wonder if you could just give give the audience just something to take home with them 
um, until they get to your website, until they get your book, until they until they get to experience what you bring so profoundly to the earth, what could you just give them right now to hang on to until they get to you? You know, I guess I, I would just share the, the message or even just the reminder uh, that, you know, we have this incredible team of support around us. And for many people, sight unseen, um, yet present nonetheless. And... Um, you know, a lot of a lot of people don't, and, and I was included in this. Didn't feel worthy or <clears throat> deserving of uh, that support or that attention or that love. And it took me a long time to figure out that we all are love innately, and so we all deserve that experience and that support. And that our angels are with us constantly. They're walking right beside us, and they're just waiting for us to ask for their presence, ask for support and then be open to receive it. And, and I think, you know, asking is a big deal. It's what people really tend to struggle with. And then the second piece of that is once you've asked, you've then got to be willing to open up to that guidance, that direction, that support, that, that help. And when you can do those two things, you know, in, in, in my case, and I wrote about this a lot in my book, was uh, my, my life did a 180-degree turn and, uh, and, and was able to put me in a place of, of then being of service to others, which I didn't know at the time, which was what I always wanted to do. I just didn't know how to do it. Mm. And so your team is there, and just open yourself up. Ask for and receive the, um, the support of the angels, and, and your life can change in, in positive, amazing ways. Wow. Wow, Sunny, thank you so much for that. That's a that's a beautiful piece to send everybody out into the world with until they can find you. And I do encourage all of you to go on Sunny's website. I'll have the, um, I'll have the information in my blog and also check out her book, Invoking the Archangels, because, oh my gosh, who wouldn't want a little help with that? And, um, and I thank you for your time. I thank you for your energy. And I thank you for your gift, Sunny. Thank you for sharing with us today. Oh, thank you so much. It's my pleasure. All right, you take good care now. All right, everybody. Um, wow, that was a that was incredible, and Sonny gave all of us a lot to think about. And I love the fact that she brought up the unworthiness for myself. I know that was a big piece of the puzzle when um, I was when I was finally waking up out of my uh, slumber with alcohol and drugs and pain and sorrow is that I just didn't think that anybody, particularly something as beautiful and as powerful as an angel, would want to have anything to do with me. And I was so wrong. I've had such profound experiences with the angels. And what they've taught me is that all of my experiences add up to, to make me who I am today. And all of that leads to something positive if I choose to, to change my perspective around what happened and make it into something positive. But most importantly, they remind me that I matter and that I am worth it. And all of you are the same. We all have that in common. You just want to open up to that knowing that you are loved and that you matter. And so while you're on your journey to doing that, just know that I love you. Bye. We hope that you found this episode of GDK inspiring. And to raise your vibration even higher, visit my website at goodvibrationswithkristin.com. And don't forget to like Good Vibrations with Kristen on Facebook. 
What inspires you? Write us. Let us know so we can share your ideas on the show. And meanwhile, keep listening, keep connecting, and know that you are divinely guided.